On Tuesday, Finance Minister Enoch Garangwana briefed journalists on the preferential procurement regulations. National Treasury recently gazetted the regulations. The new regulations have come under fire from some quarters, but the minister has denied they are a setback for transformation. I'm Catherine Rice, a journalist for News24's multimedia department, and you're listening to The Story. This week, we're talking to News24 business's writer at large, Carol Payton. Carol, thanks so much for your time. These regulations are quite controversial. Can you tell us what they are exactly and how they will affect state-owned enterprises and government departments? Well, there's a long backstory to why they're controversial, and that is because earlier this year, the court, the Constitutional Court, uh, struck down the existing regulations. The reason they were struck down is because the minister didn't actually have the power to make them. So um, they were too far-reaching in terms of what the Act would allow. So, so that's why he's put back these kind of quite minimal regulations, much more minimal than the previous ones. And the reason, and so the reason for that is because he really doesn't have much of a choice. And as a result, people have seen this as a reversal of empowerment, a reversal of transformation. And to some extent, it, it possibly is. But you've got to bear in mind that the minister is actually writing an entirely new act. And when that new act comes in, um, we'll see, you know, a different kind of framework, which which will be very similar to the one we've just been using now. So these regulations, what exactly do they entail and how do they differ from earlier regulations? So these regulations are about, it's all about buying, doing business with the state. So if you sell goods or services to the state and you are a black empowered company, you get extra points. And this is this is this comes from the constitution. The constitution says that you can do this, you should do this. Um, yes, you should get value for money in your procurement, but you should also give previously disadvantaged groups a leg up using state procurement. So this is what it's about. And so the regulations basically have a points system. So all tenders are scored on a points system. And because of and in these regulations, you can get extra points. So you can get 10% extra if the contract is over 50 million, and you can get 20% extra if it's under 50 million. So that's that's what it's that's what it's all about. And previously, there were some additional, um, there were those regulations, but there were some additional things. So for instance, um, you could say something like, well, I'm only going to let empowered companies bid, that those were the pre-qualification criteria. Or you could say, well, I'm going to give 30% of this contract, the value of this contract. I'm going to make sure that the main contractor subcontracts this to small and medium enterprises. Do you think it's an encouraging sign that the government is on the right track in its attempts to solve problems at the SOEs? No, I don't think it's really got anything to do with that. You know, it, it was because of this court judgment that they actually had to take these steps. So it's really not about fixing the, the SOEs and it's not about fixing empowerment. It's not about any of that. It's really just about complying with the court. And as I said, there's going to now be another process when they bring a new bill next year, a public procurement bill, which puts all of these things into law and and, and the kind of previous restrictions on what the minister could do with regulations will will fall away because these, these things will now be in the actual law. 
You wrote an article earlier this week where you spoke about the regulations in 2000. I know you've you've touched on them, but but I, I'm still kind of confused as a layperson. Is this better for people who are not in a black empowered company, or is it still very advantageous to be a black empowered company that approaches government departments? It's still very advantageous to be black empowered. And, and in fact, what you can do and what departments, government departments and state-owned enterprises can do is they are actually still allowed to add their own criteria. So they've got to use this points scoring system, this 80, 20, 90, 10 points system, but they can also add other empowerment criteria to make it more advantageous to black own businesses um, when it comes to when it comes to procurement. So so really it doesn't it doesn't make things easier if you're not empowered at all. And and actually it's it's not a major game changer from from the situation from when if you are an empowered company. So really it's all been a bit of a misunderstanding in a way that this has been a dilution of black economic empowerment when when it really hasn't. Departments and state-owned enterprises can still do pretty much what they want within the realms of the Constitution. And that, that kind of has two provisos. One, procurement must be value for money, must be fair, transparent. And number two, it can be used to, to give disadvantaged groups a leg up. But there have been these fears that the new regulations could impact local businesses. Are those fears founded? No, again, they're not founded because if you as, let's say, ESCOM want to ensure that you're procuring from local businesses, you can put that in your tender. You can still put that in your tender. And that's what a lot of people have missed in the whole debate. Um, You can still add things. Um, The reason why people got kind of confused and, and upset about this um, is because there was no explanation at the time the Treasury did this. They just did it. They just gazetted the, the, new, the regulations and didn't really explain. And once you get to grips with actually what it means, there isn't, there isn't actually a policy change. Okay, well, that's, that's good to know because I think that's been very confusing in the media. Do the new re- regulations address the potential for corruption in the p- procurement process? No, not at all. They don't address corruption. They're not about that at all. They're simply about how do we give black businesses a leg up in, in, in when, 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 we, when we spend money as a state. That's all they're about. And they're not about sort of greater transparency, greater accountability, greater scrutiny. Nothing like that um, comes into the picture. And to deal with those sorts of issues, you're going to need a kind of a separate process. So it seems BE will not be impacted by these regulations. The government remains committed to that. What has the finance minister said about that? He said exactly that. He said this is, uh, there is no basis on which to assume that we are diluting BE. BE still stands. And I think that, I think by now we all know that, that black economic empowerment is really a central pillar of ANC policy. So um, to chuck it out is pretty unthinkable. So what was the change that made everyone feel, oh gosh, this is a step back for transformation? The change was that 
Okay, we had one set of regulations in, in 2000 when the Act came in, and they were just the 80-20-90-10 points system. Then some more regulations came in in 2017, and they added additional things. So they added, like, well, if you want to only black and powered companies to bid, you can put that in. If you want to compel people to uh, subcontract 30%, um, of a main contract, in fact, you, you were in fact compelled to do that. But so what has happened now is that because the court threw those regulations out, what they did is they went back and they put the old regulations back in. They just put the old regulations back in as a stopgap measure. So it's very much a stopgap measure. And because at, at face value, it looked like, well, now they are reversing what they previously had. Um, people got all excited and saying, well, you know, this is a finance minister who doesn't support BEE. But there is, there is in, those re in the 2000 regulations, there is, you can actually add, it doesn't say you can only do the 80, 20, 90, 10. It says, yeah, you can also do other things that if they are in the developmental aims of the country, you can, you can add those in to your criteria for tenders. And that's what, that's what people will do. So that's very, very broad. You know, you could literally add anything. But obviously, the thing that people have tended to add would be further empowerment, black empowerment criteria to sort of strengthen the hand of black business. So it's not going to be easier for companies that are not black empowered to get these contracts? No, it won't be any easier. It'll basically be the same situation and and black empowered companies do get additional points um, in, in, in the whole system. But what about people who perhaps use black people to come into the company so that they can get those points? Does that not happen quite often? Well, there's, there's genuine empowerment, in which case you get some really genuine, you know, black shareholders, and then you do become empowered. Or you, they, they, there's fronting, so you get people who are not actually involved in the business, maybe your employee or domestic employee or something like that. You put them as the director of the company. That's illegal. That's called, for, and and they aren't really, they aren't really, and they aren't getting any benefit. That's illegal, and that's and there's there's a heavy penalty for that, like a ten year jail jail sentence for that. So, so fronting is is, is definitely not the way to go. Getting empowered is, is a better way of, of doing it. So fronting is not the way to go. Rather, get genuinely empowered. And then the other thing that these regulations have given rise to, which is a very negative sort of consequence, is that people then sell through a middleman. So if you're, a, if you're not an empowered company, but you sell something that the state needs, you then sell it to a middleman who then is empowered and then sells it onto the state adding their markup but not adding any value. So that means that everything then that the state buys becomes more expensive, which means that the taxpayer is not getting that value for money. So, um, yeah, empowerment, it's a really, really tricky thing. And to, to get it right in a way that doesn't have negative consequences for the economy is, is, is very, very difficult. Well, thank you so much for your time and those insights. That was Carol Payton, News24 Business's writer at large. That's all we have time for this week. I'm Catherine Rice. Join us again next week for the story.